a KQED television production. It's like holy mother of comfort food. Throw it down, it's noodle crack. <laughs> you have to be ready for the heart attack on a platter. Okay, I'm the bacon guy, right? <laughs> oh, it just did one. a jig every time I dipped into it. It just completely blew really? my mind. I felt like I had a mouthful of raw vegetables and dry dough. Oh, yes. please, I want the dessert first. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers. Opportunities to test drive the 2014 Subaru XV Crosstrek Hybrid are available at local Subaru dealers. Subaru, online at Subaru.com. Located at the Southern Gateway to Napa, Jamison Ranch Vineyards offers handcrafted wines, chef's food pairings, and weekly live music. JamisonRanch.com. Oakland International Airport, offering new flights to Europe, Hawaii, and all across the USA. Oakland International. Park close. Fly on time. With whole toasted sesame seeds, garlic, ginger, and other natural ingredients, soyve sauces and marinades bring a taste of Asia to your favorite dishes. Support KQED's vehicle donation program and donate a car to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. We have three guests and each one recommends one of their favorite spots and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week we have a special show as we're going to celebrate the food of the Mediterranean. We're revisiting three San Francisco restaurants from past episodes. Now to be honest, not much has changed at any of these spots and that's a good thing. Each chef and owner is still taking pride in the authenticity and traditions of their respective regional cuisines. Our first spot, Ristorante Ideale, was selected by David Nalloway. It takes pleasure serving up dishes from the heart of Italy, traditional dishes from Rome. You'll find the same fresh pasta and bread, the same families and friends dining there, mmm, and you might find David shedding a tear of happiness at the thought of his favorite place on Grant Street in San Francisco. It's Ristorante Ideale. My name is Maurizio Bruschi. I'm the chef and owner of Ristorante Ideale. I started working in the restaurant at 16 years old with my parents in Rome and uh, I found out it was very lovely and I liked the job, cooking, and I still continue the same recipe uh, in, uh, in the alley. The cooking we do in the alley is a Roman cuisine. We make uh, the fresh pasta and uh, pizza and the bread daily. I uh, try to be tra traditional with a very simple pasta and fish meat with a very good uh, price. The Roman pizza is very different from uh, different places from Italy. The crust is very thin and keep the pizza very light. Most of our wine is from Italy and uh, we try to give the uh, right price. I try the wine and I pick the one is the best value. I like to go around the tables and talk to my, all my customers. Uh, that's why I enjoy my business. I like to see people come to my place and uh, enjoy the dinner. 
David, you're crying over here. Let me get some I'm tears. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. What, is, what is it about this restaurant that does it, that to you? It is. There's there's so many great restaurants in the Bay Area and the place and, and around the state to go to, and but there's very few that take me to a different spot. And when you hear Italian restaurant, it's they're delicious, but they're always a, ta a California take on it. This truly is an Italian restaurant. It is loud. It's crowded. It's noisy. The food is is phenomenal. I mean, if, if there's one dish I had before I died, it would be the zucchini tartufate. It is just it, it's so simple. It's it's raw zucchini, some truffle oil, a little bit of citrus. Uh, put on top of a little crostini with some tuxel underneath and just a little bit of parmesan on top. And I, we took six people for dinner. We went through four orders of that <laughs> as an appetizer <laughs> alone. It's just, but, but it reminds that me. sounds good. It, but I grew up in a big Italian family. It reminds me of the, the food my nonna used to make. Um, I get on my soapbox. I'm traditional. Mm -hmm. And I go into a restaurant and I see something like spaghetti carbonara and my wife just runs when it's on the menu because it's never how they make it in Rome except in this place. We don't put cream in, in, in carbonara. It doesn't happen. Nothing else goes in there but the pork, the pasta, some oil, a little bit of cheese, and an egg to stir it all up. And they do it exactly right, time after time. They go in there for a long, long time. Well, it's been open since 1993. Exactly. Think, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, been a North, it's been a North Beach icon, really, for a it long is. time. I, I just love it. The service is great. The wine list, you know, you get spoiled going out all the time. Clearly, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I look at that wine list, and it's stuff I've never, ever seen. And they've got my, my favorite white Italian maker, Yerman, is on that mm -hmm. list. Oh, Yerman's fabulous. And you don't see it very often. Yeah. So the wine list is great. The servers are great. They're tolerant of my bad Italian. Italian, which I mess up just words all the hands. time. Just use your hands. Did you? Are, 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 were you guys brought to tears by this restaurant? Well, you know, when we walked in, we sat down, and the the waiter immediately greeted us with this thick Italian accent. We just knew it. It really did feel like we were somewhere else, other than in the heart of North Beach. Um, and the, uh, as we were looking over the menu, a friend of mine said, "Oh, well, they, let's get the calamari. I love calamari." And I, without even looking at it on the menu, I said, "Let's let's order it." And it came. I was expecting deep fried calamari like you would normally get, and it is this beautiful grilled calamari mm -hmm. that is so fresh and tender. It's it's like you're eating steak. On the, you don't even on know. the arugula. Oh, oh it's it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna break a tear right now. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> well, we had a slightly different experience, and we actually oh, had tears in a different oh. way. Oh. Oh. Well, we, well, the calamari, I think, for us just did, wasn't quite the right mix, and it was a little oh. bit tough. And I think we might have had a little bit different experience because we didn't have that really warm, well gre greeting oh. when we got there. But um, but we did try some of the appetizers, and the thing we really loved was the pizza. Mm -hmm. So for us, yep. it was that very cracker-like um, crust with the, um, we had the prosciutto, because I love prosciutto, right. and the mozzarella, and that for us was really by, by far the best dish that we had on the right. menu, so. What about bread? Anybody oh, get the bread? that was. He makes his own bread. Housemade bread. That was oh. the best. Yeah, and housemade pastas. Exactly. And, oh. And it has, a, it has so much of a European flavor in there. But it, I mean, you go in the bar, everybody's speaking Italian. It reminds me when I was a kid going to North Beach. You know, you go there and all the old Italians are there. And that still carries on. And I just I just love the place. I really, now, really do. Now, was it really the service that you weren't? I think um, it was just a combination of things. Because I felt like, you know, we, a we asked the, the waiter, like, what, what are your signature dishes? And he kind of listed most of the menu. So we were kind of struggling to kind of figure out. But we mm -hmm. did have a family-style meal. And I think just for, for us that night, maybe, again, it was an off night, mm -hmm. um, the food just that didn't have a lot, a lot of the flavors that I kind of expected from something really traditional. Mm -hmm. So we had the bucatini, mm -hmm. um, we had the carbonara, and then we also had the lasagna. 
Um, and then we had, because we did family style, we did the, pork, I think that night it was a veal shank and the sole. And mm -hmm. so, again, I think it's just the balance of flavors and maybe it was an off night. Mm -hmm. Well, and with respect to the service, I mean, I, it's basically a two-room restaurant. Right. And I noticed that our waiter and his associated bus person was basically serving the entire room. And I was impressed with the fact that we were, I felt like we were getting personalized service even though he was <coughs> dealing with a whole room of people. It was, I thought it was remarkable. And you know, let's talk tiramisu. Tiramisu was a hit at the table. Everybody loves his tiramisu. There's a, it, it's pretty darn good. And I don't like tiramisu very much, but this one kind of floats and it's light and gets off the plate and gets right to you. So everybody loves the tiramisu. Remarkable. And you know, I made we made reservations on open table as we do with all most all the restaurants. And I made a notation on the on the uh, uh, reservation that we were celebrating a friend's birthday. It was never mentioned at the restaurant, and all of a sudden we were done with our entrees oh, and nice. appeared a tiramisu with a candle. Beautifully done. Now, tell if somebody was going, what should they absolutely not miss? Uh, well, clearly the zucchini tartufate shouldn't miss the lasagna. It is like like my grandmother's lasagna. It, it, it floats too. It's not baked. It's just layered with the fresh pasta. The zuppa de pesce, you know, is what every bowl of Chipino in San Francisco wants to be. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> one of the people with us had never, you know, it had you bad Chipino. You have to try Chipino. that next time. <laughs> <laughs> that and the zucchini, it sounds like that and It is. By the time all the seafood's gone, it's everybody's sopping it up with right. the bread over right. and over and over. Right. Now, this is your restaurant. Uh, wrap it up for us, David. Sure. I think that if you want to take a step back and leave San Francisco and go to a place that's got a, a sense of some other place, this is the spot to go. The food is fresh. They make all their pastas. It's noisy. It's a train wreck, but it always works out for the best. Yeah, all right. Ruthann? Um, I think for one dish, I probably wouldn't return, but if you are there, I would definitely try the pizza. Okay. And Scott? Wow, it's great to know another great unknown spot, well, unknown to me anyway, in North Beach. Go for the calamari, grilled calamari. It's out of this world. All right, if you would like to try Ristorante Ideale, it's on Grant at Vallejo in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-391-4129. It's open for dinner every day. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. Next, Duncan Cook shared his favorite Middle Eastern restaurant that's been around for more than 30 years. La Mediterranea, owners Garbus and Lavan serve up crispy wrappers surrounding flavorful fillings and mouth-watering Mediterranean fare at their locations. You'll still find all of the dishes discussed in the show and now there's a gluten-free and vegan menu. On College Avenue in Berkeley, it's called La Mediterranea. I'm Armin from Lebanon and uh, a lot of the recipes like the chicken silicia comes from my grandmother's recipe. As a child I remember going there on Sundays and I couldn't wait to get there. So I use uh, the same ingredients but I present it in a different way. Mediterranean food is uh, by nature a very sensual food. Uh, there is sunshine and lots of colors and lots of aromas and smells. And to add to that, the uh, finger food aspect uh, really makes it uh, more sensual and a lot more fun to eat that way. When we were looking for a restaurant in Berkeley, it was very important for me to have 
a terrace and possibly a sidewalk tables, you know, and uh, the Mediterranean uh, atmosphere just reminded me of cafes and places in Beirut and Greece and uh, all over the Mediterranean. So I feel at home. Almost 30 years and I can still keep my smile and I do it with love. One of my wishes was anyone who walked into Lamed, any Lamed, that would walk out happier than they came in. All right, Duncan, you, you think people should be dancing to the music here? I do. At La Mediterranean or Mediterranean? You know, um, I just say Lamed most of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it's always so energetic. I, I wish they had a dance floor. They probably don't have a cabaret license, which is how that kind of thing goes. But but you always feel the need to groove? I can do groove. some chair dancing, you know, get it going <laughs> on. Yeah, I love it. And what do you get when you're when you're there? Same thing every time for eight years. I get the three filo combo. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, we. Same thing for, for eight years, and and uh, a lot of my friends make fun of me because I'm always after the perfect bite. And what I'll do is I'll look at the plate, scoop up something, and you know add to where on my fork there are four flavors or more. Right. And I'll take I'll cut off a piece of the garnish they have. They've got like a little pineapple, little orange, uh, a right. little banana, and I'll cut and off a, a piece of that. Cheese too. Yeah, the Munster cheese. Oh, yes. Yeah, the combinations are. If I was a mathematician, I'd just spout it off. But there's four cakes, four garnishes, and, and the combination of trying to get that perfect bite is just infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. It's <laughs> it, it just it just gets me going. All the flavors were absolutely amazing. Um, we saved the chicken one for last. Oh, okay, was the, the chicken celia. Yes. With oh my the god. Cinnamon and garbanzo beans. We weren't expecting it so to be sweet. It has a little sweet, sweet character to it. Yeah, too. and it was almost like, is this the dessert filo pastry? Because that was absolutely shocking. And we had gotten the side with the lemon chicken soup, mm -hmm. um, and that was a flavor we hadn't ex weren't expecting, and it was absolutely absolutely remarkable. I think the flavors are sort of Greek with Armenian and Lebanese yeah. and it, it definitely a Mediterranean yeah. obviously feel to the to the food. And George, what did you have on your visit? We decided to experiment Lebanese food. We weren't too familiar with it. And uh, my date had some kind of a cold soup. Yogurt was in there. Mm -hmm. And I had the hot just to have a little variety. Mm -hmm. And then the waitress recommended a uh, combination salad. We did a mm. lot of different vegetables and stuff and, and right. things in there and uh, but one of the highlights was the dessert mm. uh, we oh, ordered a um, a date but they they matched the date up and they put some kind of yogurt and cream with it mm. and it was really the highlight of our meal there huh, it was right. really the delicious dessert did you get a turkish coffee with it Yes, I did have a little little that's sip nice. of that yeah, coffee. Yeah, that's that, a that reason to go that, nice, that, and that's that a ceremony, was, too. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually have an extra glass of Racina for dessert. <laughs> but, uh, Racina, of course, the sort of pine resin wine, yeah. white wine of Greece. <laughs> Only for some people. Yeah, well, well they're, they're making much better Racina nowadays, so yeah. you can certainly get great Racina. We got the Lebanese um, beer. You know, mm. I figured since mm -hmm. we're going to a restaurant such as this, ask for what they have that's local, and they said it flies off the shelves. It was right. a really hot day when we went, and the beer just complemented the weather perfectly. What about the pomegranate chicken? Because they're certainly known one of their signatures. I just tried it like four years ago out of the <laughs> eight years I've been going there. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. You reach down to pick up this drumstick. On the way up, it falls off the bone. Oh, it's boy. so nice. And what about service? How was service for you? Terrific. Terrific. Uh, every time I, the, the water glass got a dental low, right. they came and poured fresh water. Anything else we can do for you? I mean, no, that, that's, no, the service was first class. I mm -hmm. had to ask for directions, and they brought us a map. 
Right. Yeah. And we're like, we're going somewhere else in Berkeley. How do we get there? And she's like, oh, we deliver everywhere. She brought oh, over a map, great. and they were absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I think they're actually getting better. They started out really good, but uh, they're picking it up. So this is your restaurant, Duncan. Mm -hmm. Give us a quick summary for people. Okay, it's uh, delicious flavor mixing food. Um, treat yourself. Pick up a copy of the Magus and go read it with some Ritzina. Ooh, fantastic! All right, Patricia. I would say go and enjoy. Um, everything about the restaurant's fabulous. The waitresses are fabulous. The food is fabulous, and the atmosphere is fabulous. And George. Well, my date and I, we, we enjoyed our trip there. Next time I'm there on a Sunday, I'm going to go to the Sunday brunch. It's really sounded inviting. All right, if you would like to try La Mediterranean, it's on College Avenue at Ashby in Berkeley. The telephone number is 510-540-7773. It's open for a late breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day with brunch on the weekends. Reservations are accepted for parties of seven or more, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $20. Our last featured restaurant, David Temkin chose the distinguished flavors of Sardinian cuisine at La Chicha, while co-owner Lorella divides her time between here and La Nebbia across the street, Massimo continues to make magic in the kitchen. Let's hear what everyone said about the Sardinian spot on 30th Street in San Francisco called La Chicha. My name is Massimiliano Conti. I'm a chef and co-owner with my wife, Lorella Degan, of La Chicha Restaurant in San Francisco. La Chicha translates to baby fat, but also means abundance and prosperity. At La Chicha, we specialize in traditional Sardinian cooking. It abounds the use of seafood, but also the use of fresh vegetables, grains, and a lot of meats. And a lot of cheese, mostly from sheep and goat. Sardinian cooking really reflects um, the philosophy of Sardinian people and the respect for the land and nature. We use uh, all fresh ingredients sourced locally, mostly they are sustainable or wild, and uh, we use a lot of uh, spices and herbs typical from the Mediterranean. La Chicha was born and still is a dream. It's a place where people come for uh, food, wine, and uh, share their passion for these things with us and uh, feel like they are in our house. Okay, Dave, let's talk about La Chicha because it's not Italian, it's Sardinian. There's a difference, isn't there? It is, it's really um, different from what you consider to be your average red sauce Italian. It's lighter, it's um, a lot of seafood, a lot of um, just very different tastes and flavors. They're not afraid to use gamier meats like goat. It's not not your average Italian. Sardinia is an island off Italy, right, and so you have a lot of, of seafood in the, in the cuisine, but then in the inland part of the island it is that hearty kind of cuisine, so you have two really dis disparate things, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, and what is your favorite dish when you go? My favorite dish is the stewed octopus. The mm. octopus is just amazing, tender, juicy, and just tastes 
of, you know, almost beef, if you will. It's not a seafood dish at all, really, with the exception of the fact it's made with octopus. Right. It's like a white wine for red wine lovers. Exactly. All right, exactly. Amy, when you went, what did you experience? Well, so uh, what you're talking about is how kind of adventurous the menu was for me. One of the things that really struck me was the pasta that I had with a cured tuna heart. And I was a little freaked out. I have have you to ever had tuna heart? No, I, I didn't even know you could have tuna heart. And what they did was really interesting was they grated it on top of the pasta. And the pasta itself was delicious. It was um, house-made, cooked to perfection, and then they had the, the grated tuna heart on top with garlic and amazing extra virgin olive oil, and I just, I disappeared into that dish. I forgot who I was, I forgot where I was, I was living that pasta when I'm I was eating just, it. I'm incredibly <laughs> impressed that that was what you tried. Because really? There, there are, there's a lot more tame stuff on the menu, and you know, uh, there's, it's a testament to, um, I guess your adventure, you know, your sense of adventure, if you will, that, oh. that that's the pasta dish you picked, but that's a great dish. And yeah. actually the menu is in Sardinian, and you know, it's not in Italian. You look at it and you think, what is this language? I mean, it's explained yeah. in English, but what did you have when you went, Irene? Oh, I had the calamari, the baked calamari appetizer. I had the tuna over the most delicious cabbage I've ever had in my mm -hmm. life. I just wanted a whole bowl of that cabbage. Um, and then we also had the special for that night, the homemade rigatoni with, I think it was a lamb ragu, possibly mm -hmm. lamb and goat. Right. Um, but it was like delicate, not tomato sauce, just had the perfect, I guess everyone's calling it umami now or something, <laughs> but it was just, it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Um, everything just tasted like they picked the most incredible fresh ingredients, either from the farm or the sea or wherever, and they just brought them there and let them shine. Right. They were incredible. And they had that on the menu, actually, that they choose local organic um, producers and growers whenever possible. Oh, I possible. saw that and, and I was excited right away. Yeah. And what other dishes, because you go there so often, we talked about the octopus, is there anything else that is a, a, a don't miss recommendation for folks? Sure, so the spaghetti with botarga is just amazing. Um, it's a, again, a fresh spaghetti with a spicy oil, mm -hmm. and they mix that with botarga, which is, um, uh, a dried caviar, mm -hmm. and basically it turns the dish from something that you would imagine to be, you know, maybe a little on the oily side to creamy. Mm -hmm. it, it's amazing. Um, we have a friend who can't eat dairy, mm -hmm. and it, he basically will eat this dish in as a substitute to like fettuccine alfredo because it just creates this amazing creamy texture. In I'll your try mouth. that next time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, mm, I need some wine to go with that. Um, they have an all-Italian wine list with mm -hmm. really some amazing selections from, from Sardinia. Did you get some wine when you were there, Amy? Yes, I did, and I, don't ask me to pronounce it. Did you uh, have the Kenanao? Yes, it... that is what I had. <laughs> you, thank you for pronouncing it. And it was really um, an unusual wine for me. I'd never had anything quite like it before. It was a perfect complement with uh, my entree, which was actually the shrimp in the um, mm -hmm. rich tomato sauce. Right to die for, but the wine complemented it so beautifully and it had some sort of minerally robust flavors. It's actually made from a great variety called Grenache, or Grenache okay. as we know, but known on the island as that. I thought the um, the attention to detail and the friendliness and the, the chef and the woman at the front of the house were so lovely and so darling that uh, w the whole time I was dining there and when I left, 
I felt like family. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had been adopted by a Sardinian family and I had a, you know, a Sardinian <laughs> grandmother and folks that were cooking for me, they were so lovely. And you go back all the time because of that feeling. I do, it, it's amazing. Um, Lorella is front of house right. and she's always there to greet you. Such a sweetheart, oh, I loved her. I, loved I felt her like too. I'd been going there forever. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have anything with the sapa? Because that was a new ingredient to me as well. There was, my husband had the, um, lamb tenderloin that came with the sapa sauce and we had to ask what it was because we didn't know and I guess it's the it's a grape must sauce mm -hmm. and it was a very unique flavor um, it tasted a little bit like cough syrup on the first taste but then once you kind of mixed it with the meat it was an incredible compliment to the lamb tenderloin I thought it was delicious um, we had the ricotta saffron tort which was a little bit like a cheesecake and it came with toasted almonds and honey and it was light and fluffy and just um just absolutely delicious i was a very <laughs> happy girl all right dave this is your spot so give us a quick wrap up so la chicha is just a hidden gem tucked away in the back of noe valley uh, if you've never had sardinian food i highly recommend it okay and amy and incredible clean flavors and lovely service and your Sardinian family away from Sardinia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nyreen. Decadent without the heavy afterfeel, I will go back as soon as humanly possible for that incredible food. <laughs> All right. If you would like to try La Chicha, it's on 30th at Church Street in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-550-8114. It's open Tuesday through Saturday, closed on Sunday and Monday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab for dinner without drinks is around $35. I hope you enjoyed our journey back to the Mediterranean with David Nalloway and the Roman flavors of Ristorante Ideale. Duncan Cook and the savory Middle Eastern selections at La Mediterranee. And finally, David Tempkin, whose spot offers exotic Sardinian ingredients at La Chicha. Three restaurants presented a little differently this time. We still want to hear your thoughts about any of these restaurants. What were your experiences? Let us know by visiting our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. There's tons of information and restaurant details there. You can watch more than 100 episodes and read about the wines I'm drinking now. And don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers. This show is available on demand and online. To watch an episode, find restaurant information, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash check, please. You'll also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by... IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers. Opportunities to test drive the 2014 Subaru XV Crosstrek Hybrid are available at local Subaru dealers. Subaru online at Subaru.com. Just 45 minutes from the Bay Bridge, Jameson Ranch Vineyards offers handcrafted wines, chef's food pairings, and weekly live music. JamesonRanch.com. Oakland International Airport. Offering new flights to Europe, Hawaii, and all across the USA. Oakland International. Park close. Fly on time. With whole toasted sesame seeds, garlic, ginger, and other natural ingredients, soy sauces and marinades bring a taste of Asia to your favorite dishes. Support KQED's vehicle donation program and donate a car to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars.
a KQED television production.